You're listening to the Savvy Stylist Podcast, the podcast that helps you build and grow your beauty business using social media and marketing strategies. Whether you're a hairstylist, nail artist, makeup artist, or esthetician, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Cherie Marie, so let's get right into it. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Savvy Stylist Podcast. On our last episode, I discussed 10 money-making habits that are both passive and active, and I discussed ways that you can grow and market your business during this time of quarantine. Many of us are still in quarantine and under statewide salon closures, while some of us have already begun to return to the salons. But today I want to talk about, for those who haven't returned to the salon yet, what that return to the salon may look like for you and how the salon experience will be for our clients. So while many of us are eager to get back into the salons, there are a few precautionary measures that I believe we should consider and have in place for our return. Now, I am very big on sanitation. Uh, At a previous salon I used to work at, they used to kind of tease me because I was always wiping everything down and constantly cleaning, but that's just really how I was raised. Saturday mornings, I had to get up early and clean. And it's just something that's in me, something that I do. I'm always cleaning. But when I think about sanitation for the, you know, salon environment, think about what it was like when you took your state board exam, how often we had to sanitize. I remember even when I was preparing to take my state board, the main thing I remember Uh, other stylists telling me was to make sure that I sanitize, sanitize, sanitize. So think about how much sanitation you did during your state board exam and multiply that by three. That's how much more sanitary we'll need to be amid COVID-19. So for example, at the grocery stores now, they're already uh, being extra sanitary When I go to my local grocery store, you know, a mask is required for me to even enter the store. And then when I get inside, I see employees disinfecting the shopping carts and the baskets. You know, there's markings on the floors designating where shoppers should walk, where they should stand. So the grocery stores, just as an example, they already have sanitation standards in place. As far as the salons, remember, you are a business. Whether you own your salon, whether you're leasing a suite, or even if you're leasing a booth, that is still your business. So the state has expectations of you uh, in, in terms of you being a stylist or a barber or whatever you are, but you also have to set expectations for yourself and for your business as well. So be prepared. This episode is designed to help you prepare for your return back to the salons because some states have allowed beauty professionals to return to work without any real clear guidelines as to what they should be doing. Only thing I really hear a lot about is just the six feet distance that we should have between each other. But as a hairstylist or a nail tech, like it's impossible for you to be six feet away from your client and still service them. 
Therefore, you'll need to govern your business accordingly and set standards for when you return to the salon space. So what can you do to prepare for the sanitation portion of your return to the salon? There's a couple of things that I've been thinking about, like even in terms of sanitation, like we should be when every there should be a clean cape, for example, a clean cape on every client. This is something that we should have been doing prior to COVID-19. But I know that in some cases that's not happening because stylists are seeing 10, maybe even 15 clients a day and they don't have 15 capes on hand. But given the environment now, you need to make sure you have clean capes. Make sure you have plenty of capes. So if you're gonna service, let's just say six people in one day, you need to have six capes. You need to make sure you have additional combs, brushes, clips. You should be disinfecting your your combs, your brushes, and your clips in between each client. So what I was thinking of is maybe having, if I'm servicing five clients in a day, then I need to have five sets of clips. Typically, I'm using anywhere between three and four clips on a client. So I need to make sure that I have enough clips for that workday. Or what you can do is make sure you have barbicide on hand, some disinfectant on hand so that you can separate your clean clips, combs and brushes from the clips, combs and brushes that need to be disinfected. Make sure you have additional tiles and paper tile. Um, remove all of the magazines and the books that you may have in the salon. A lot of clients, they typically are on their phones when they're in the salon waiting. Very rarely will I have a client request a magazine, but I do have some in my suite for clients who are interested in looking at magazines. But all of that needs to be removed because you don't want to have items that are going to carry germs or may even hold the virus. So get rid of the books, get rid of the magazines. Here's another issue too. Like I've I've read a couple articles and even seen on social media with a couple of stylists who have returned to the salon that they're wearing masks, they're wearing face shields. Now for me, I am I get hot when I'm working, especially when the blow dryer is going and I'm standing near the stove. Like I get really hot. So I really can't even really imagine myself styling someone with a mask and a shield on. But when I do return, I am going to try that out. I am going to wear a mask. I did order me a shield from Amazon and I am going to see how that works. It seems like it would be uncomfortable because even when I go grocery shopping and I have to wear that mask, it's hard to breathe. Um, I find myself kind of pulling it down so I can get some air up my nose. And I had to make me a mask that was a little looser so that I could breathe in the mask. So I, I just can't see myself actually working in the mask and the shield comfortably. But we'll see how that goes. But you need to make sure you have mask, disposable mask and a face shield for yourself. And maybe even a few extra masks in case a client needs one. Um, you also need to deep clean your salon space prior to your return. And once you do return, you need to schedule 
daily deep cleaning of the floors, the chairs, the stations. You need to be cleaning and sanitizing your stations, the chairs, the shampoo bowls in between every client. That's something that we should always be doing, but you have to pay more attention to that considering what's going on in the world right now. What can you do to adhere to the COVID-19 social distancing standards? As I mentioned earlier, it's impossible for us to social distance, to be six feet away from our client when we're polishing their nails. So what we as beauty professionals can do is to limit the volume that we have in our salon space. So consider servicing servicing less clients per day. So the days of having, you know, five people waiting at one time, that's done. Like we should have, we should be servicing one client at a time. And if you do, let's say you have a one o'clock client and your two o'clock client shows up, but you're still working on your one o'clock. That two o'clock client should text you or call you and say, hey, I'm here. You have them wait in their car. When your one o'clock leaves, the two o'clock can come in after you've sanitized and disinfected everything. Uh, You can no longer have a bunch of people waiting in your salon space because that doesn't adhere to the COVID-19 social distancing standards. You also want to space out your seating where possible. So let's say if you do decide to have two clients in there at one time, you need to make sure that they're seating or even not even that. If you're in a space in a salon, a traditional salon space where there's multiple stations on the floor, those stations should be spaced out at least six feet. Um, and then still limiting how many guests or clients you have in the salon space. You also want to check your ventilation system and make sure your air quality is good. Make sure your ventilation system is functioning properly and may possibly you may need to purchase an air purifier. I've also considered not accepting cash. Cash dollar bills, as we all know, carries a lot of germs. So consider limiting clients belongings, like limit their, what they can bring into the salon. So all these big handbags with a bunch of stuff in it, just limit their belongings to like their cell phone, their identification and their form of payment. So their credit or debit card. And that's just to keep down a bunch of items coming in and out that can hold the virus or hold some type of germs. The next thing I wanted to discuss is what you can do to reduce your liability in case of a virus spread. So you could require clients to sign a consent form acknowledging that they are agreeing to receive a service from you in your space, even though COVID-19 is floating around. It can release yourself and your business from any blame or legal pursuit should a client become infected with coronavirus And then they decide they want to come back and sue you or whatever the case may be. I'm not an attorney, but I will be um, having my clients sign a release form just to cover myself and to cover my business. There's also the possibility you could have your clients complete a brief health questionnaire 
Um, you can ask them questions about, you know, if they were actually infected with COVID-19, did they care for anybody who had COVID-19? Um, do they think that, you know, are they sick? You can ask them these questions and then you can make the determination on whether or not you want to service them that day, depending on their answers. This all may seem like a lot to go through for, you know, a simple manicure or silk press service. But this is our current reality and we must, you know, adhere to our state sanitation standards and we have to go the extra mile to ensure the safety of ourselves as well as our clients and our families because we're at work exposing ourselves possibly to this virus or any something else and then we may bring it back home, you know, to our families. And the same goes for the client. So we just want to make sure that we're being careful. I created a COVID-19 checklist uh, that has a list of some of the things you may need to purchase, additional items you may need, like the capes, the combs, the clips, spray bottles, barbicide, things of that nature is on that checklist. And I also created a consent form template that you can download for free from SavvySalonAcademy.com. You can use these forms as a resource to create your own forms, or you can simply input your business name on the templates. You can, you know, just use them as a guide to help you prepare for your return to the salon. You can reopen your salon, your suite, your booth, whatever you are, safely. Follow the guidelines for your state. Pay attention to the details when servicing your clients. Uh, let me know how these templates work out for you and I'll catch you here next week. Thank you for joining us on the Savvy Stylist Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram for more tips and inspiration. Follow our page at Savvy Stylist Podcast. If you love the show, leave us a rating and review so that we can continue to bring you more amazing episodes. Thanks for listening and join us again next week.